Chapter Eight of Shaggy Man in Oz. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Shaggy Man in Oz by Jack Snow, the Lord High Mayor. While Twiffle fussed with the controls of the magic airmobile, a crowd of curious people began to gather about the stalled aircraft. They were men, women, and children, and even dogs, and they walked on the air easily and unconcernedly, as if it were the normal thing to do. These people were all very tall and exceedingly thin. The grown-ups were well over eight feet in height while the older children averaged about six feet tall perhaps the fact that they lived so high up had caused them to grow that way too their clothing was what we would consider old-fashioned but was neat and well cared for the women wore the brightest of colors which flashed gaily in the clear sunlight the people chattered among themselves pointing toward the airmobile and several dogs barked excitedly a loud voice exclaimed what is the meaning of this what is going on here the crowd made way for the speaker who proved to be a sour-faced tall individual wearing a frock coat and a high silk hat a stovepipe hat the shaggy man would have called it pardon us began the shaggy man but i am afraid we are the cause of all the excitement you see our airship has stalled just inside your town the tall man stared curiously at the occupants of the airmobile as he said of course your machine won't operate in hightown in fact a flying machine in hightown is an utter absurdity against all the town ordinances and rules i must ask you to remove it immediately not very friendly is he remarked tom but twiffle was interested what do you mean sir that our aircraft is against your laws the tall man sniffed it should be apparent to you that the last thing in the sky we need is an airplane here in this favored spot we walk on air and are not compelled to crawl across the earth like worms yes said the shaggy man we can all see that but tell us your honor do you think we would be able to walk on air as you do the top-hatted man was distinctly flattered by the shaggy man's mode of dress ah he replied i can see that you recognize me as a person of importance i am the lord high mayor of hightown and my word here represents the highest law of the land as for your being able to walk as we do on air i see no reason why you shouldn't since in hightown there is no gravity to pull you to the earth what was that you said no gravity twiffle was obviously excited exactly replied the lord high mayor with great dignity within the boundaries of hightown the earth does not exert the least bit of gravity none whatsoever then that explains it said twiffle the airmobile operates on the principle of gravity and since there is no gravity here the craft is useless what are we to do asked the shaggy man 
I am not sure I want to go walking around on the air, although these folks seem to take to it naturally enough. Tell me, said Twiffle, addressing the Lord High Mayor, is Hightown of very great area? Oh, exclaimed the Lord High Mayor, it is simply enormous, no less than four square acres of the most delightful air. Have you any idea, Your Honor, asked the Shaggy Man, how we can get our flying machine out of Hightown? Oh, that's very simple, replied Lord High Mayor. Since your craft has only just crossed the boundary into Hightown, I would suggest that you get out and push the machine to the edge of the boundary. Then push it a few inches more, and it will be in the field of gravity again, where it is equipped to operate. Of course, exclaimed Twiffle joyfully. Why didn't I think of that? The Lord High Mayor smiled with smug satisfaction. I'll adjust these gravity plates now, continued Twiffle, so that the plane won't fall when it passes the boundary. After he had pressed some buttons, he and the shaggy man and Twink and Tom climbed out of the airmobile. The air seemed as solid under their feet as the earth. Nevertheless, this walking on thin air was a most curious experience and in spite of themselves they found they were treading gingerly as though they were walking on eggs the lord high mayor and the crowd of high towners that had gathered watched curiously as the shaggy man and tom slowly pushed the airmobile toward the boundary of hightown it was no task at all since the airmobile had no weight they knew the sign that had greeted them as they entered hightown marked the spot where gravity again exerted its pull so they pushed the airmobile slowly over this invisible line zoom like an arrow shot from a bow the airmobile darted upward far above their heads it continued its mad climb into the sky so fast did it move that within a few seconds it was visible only as a tiny speck far above them what in the sky has happened gasped the shaggy man it's all my fault said twiffle despondently i must have exposed the gravity plates too much when i adjusted them i was so afraid the plane would fall when the airmobile passed into the area of gravity it shot upward now it is lost to us forever twiffle looked as if he was about to weep cheer up twiffle said the shaggy man maybe we can get the airmobile back shaggy turned to the lord high mayor and asked since we can walk on air as well as you couldn't we just walk up there and climb into the airmobile you could if you wanted to stop breathing said the lord high mayor cheerfully why do you say that asked the shaggy man because exclaimed the lord high mayor we have discovered that the higher up you go the thinner the air becomes at the altitude now attained by your craft the air would be so thin that it would be unbreathable anyway said twink with a sigh the airmobile isn't there any more they all stared upward the girl was right 
the speck that had been the airmobile had vanished completely wonder where it went said twink the lord high mayor exclaimed pompously apparently your craft attained so great a speed that it shot off into space beyond the power of gravity from now on there's no telling where it will go and astronomers will report that folks from earth are about to visit another world i suppose grinned the shaggy man too bad old conjo isn't in it grumbled twiffle the question is said tom what do we do now right agreed the shaggy man as he turned to the lord high mayor and asked sir can you tell us how we can leave hightown and proceed on our journey you wish to leave hightown where could you possibly wish to go inquired the lord high mayor well eventually we hope to reach the emerald city in the land of oz replied the shaggy man so we're heading for the deadly desert surrounding the land of oz then we'll have to figure out some way to cross the desert the lord high mayor stared at shaggy in horror the deadly desert he exclaimed do you mean to stand here in the sky and tell me you actually wish to go near that terrible burning dry waste of shifting deadly sands when you can stay here and enjoy the delightful perfection of the aerial climate of hightown no began the shaggy man patiently we don't like the desert any more than you do but in order to get to oz we must cross the desert i assure you the land of oz has climate just as delightful as that of hightown that is impossible declared lord highmare indignantly hightown has the only perfect climate in the world and now that you are here you might as well stay and enjoy it wonder if he ever heard of california murmured tom to twink we would like very much to stay and enjoy your climate your honor replied the shaggy man but it is impossible we must be on our way to the land of oz much as we admire your high airs so if you will kindly tell us how we may leave your town we will be much obliged the lord high mayor seemed to be deep in thought leave our town he said incredulously i don't believe it no one would want to leave hightown it is the pinnacle of civilization the highest point in high life ever reached by man sir i conclude that i must have misunderstood you it is beyond comprehension that you should wish to depart from this exalted community and go crawling about the lowly earth like a worm i simply must have misunderstood you there's nothing wrong with your ears replied the shaggy man i said it and i'll say it again we want to leave hightown maybe we haven't advanced to the state where we fully appreciate your high flouting ways and if you want to know the truth we actually like to feel the earth beneath our feet the lord high mayor stared at the shaggy man unbelievingly there was a suspicion of tears in his eyes my poor dear fellow he said how i grieve for you to have such low tastes the earth under one's feet 
ugh but then he went on brightening you have not been here long enough to appreciate the soaring virtues of life in hightown once you have become accustomed to the lofty pain on which we live and the superiority we enjoy over earth crawlers i am sure that all the sod in the world will not tempt you to put a foot upon earth again please said the shaggy man in exasperation will you stop talking like the chamber of commerce and tell us how we can get back to earth the lord high mayor eyed shaggy narrowly well he said if you insist on leaving hightown you could walk to the boundary there where gravity begins again step over and fall very quickly to earth that is the fastest way i can think of leaving hightown but i wouldn't recommend it no no the shaggy man assured him we have no desire to fall to the earth shaggy looked below him with a shudder we would be in no shape to continue our travels if we did that well then you see it is all settled said the lord high mayor with a beaming smile you will stay with us everything is settled and there is not the slightest doubt that you will find hightown the garden spot of the sky now since i am the lord high mayor of hightown it is my elevated privilege and honor to welcome you and make you comfortable you will please follow me on what is the most fortunate journey of your life for you are on your way to savoring the high and flighty life of hightown there seemed nothing else to do so shaggy and his friends followed the lord high mayor stepping gingerly on what seemed to them to be the airiest space as the mayor proceeded the crowd of curious high towners made way for him and the little company of adventurers may i inquire asked twiffle where you are taking us why to my air castle of course answered the lord high mayor since you are guests you must be treated with the greatest courtesy later we will find a permanent dwelling for you they had now reached the centre of the small town and here the lord high mayor paused before a dwelling that was a little different from any of the other houses which were scarcely more than bungalows except that they were all quite high and narrow to suit the shapes of the high towners this is your air castle asked the shaggy man it looks no different from the other houses and why should it be different demanded the lord high mayor here we all live in air castles you people who crawl around on the earth just dream of them we are privileged to enjoy them this last was said with an air of great pride one thing did distinguish the lord high mayor's dwelling from the others in the town directly in front of it there stood a handsome flower pot in which was blossoming a beautiful magnolia the lord high mayor paused to enjoy the delightful aroma of the flower ah magnolia that means we shall have a south wind soon you visitors are indeed fortunate to have arrived in hightown at this time i'm not so sure we would be fortunate to arrive at any time grumbled twiffle 
you see the mare went on disregarding twiffle's remark when the magnolia blossoms that means south wind is coming and that means we shall soon have a delightful southern cloud on which to walk i assure you there is nothing more delightful than walking on a southern cloud seems to me clouds of any sort would be sort of squiggy for walking purposes no matter how pretty they are to look at said the shaggy man what happens when there's a north wind coming asked twink curiously oh then the plant blossoms with a beautiful wild thyme and we are privileged to enjoy that delightful scent when there's an east wind on its way the lord high mayor continued then the plant bears chrysanthemums when the west wind is coming we enjoy the blossoms and scent of wild roses doesn't the west wind bring rain clouds asked tom remembering that it usually did in buffalo yes said the mayor that's right then it rains here in hightown where you have a perfect climate asked the boy remembering his disgust with the rain at home not at all replied the mayor there is no gravity to pull the raindrops earthward so it can't rain we just go out wading in the rain cloud that is quite a plant said the shaggy man staring at the flower pot with its beautiful blossoms it's much more than that said the mayor certainly since we have the most perfect weather in the world in hightown we would have the most perfect weather forecaster that's just what the plant is while tom was trying to puzzle out why if hightown always had perfect weather it needed any weather forecaster at all the door of the mayor's home opened and they were welcomed by a tall thin woman in a blue check bungalow apron she proved to be the mayor's wife the good woman immediately served dinner hurrying about and doing her best to make the visitors at home she was particularly pleasant to twink and tom and was greatly amazed and a little awed by twiffle strangely enough the food consisted entirely of fruits but they were all fresh and tasty when the meal was over the lord high mayor announced that it was time for a nap a nap exclaimed the shaggy man why it is only a little past noon we can't sleep now it is the custom in hightown remarked the mayor placidly and you will soon come to enjoy the siesta as much as we however if you cannot sleep you may sit on the front porch but don't go off the porch and wander about as you may come to the edge of the town and fall to the earth with this the lord mayor and his wife retired to their room and the visitors were left to themselves there seemed nothing else to do but to follow the mayor's suggestion and while away the town's hour asleep on the front porch here they found several chairs and a swing and soon made themselves comfortable there was nothing interesting about the scenery and little to talk about and they were beginning to be a bit bored when a saucy brown wren flitted out of the sky and perched on the porch railing regarding shaggy and his friends with bright little eyes strangers here aren't you asked the bird fine place to live you'll like it i'm sure 
we don't like it and we don't intend to stay said the shaggy man a bit ill-humouredly well if you don't like it then why don't you leave right away asked the bird how asked shaggy walk to the edge of the town and fall to earth we can't fly like you you know you don't need to fly you can walk down through the air or rather swim down using your arms to push you through the air there's no gravity you know and with a flirt of its saucy tail the bird was gone with a shout twiffle leaped to his feet what fools we've been of course there's no gravity and we can push ourselves right down to earth come on let's be on our way twiffle ran to the edge of the porch and leaped off head first they could see the little clown below them moving his arms like a swimmer should we try it asked the shaggy man doubtfully tom didn't wait for an answer he jumped from the porch just as twiffle had done he found that moving his arms he could force himself downward indeed it was no more effort than walking on a level on the air in a short time he discovered that since there was no gravity he could move at will up or down through the air now twink was at his side thoroughly enjoying the novel experience the shaggy man was following close behind twink glanced upward once and saw the spectacle of a whole town suspended in the air above her she could even make out the mayor's house and the flower-pot in front of it they were all swimming earthward at about the same level when there was a flirt of small wings and the wren who had spoken to them on the porch of the lord high mayor's house alighted on the shaggy man's shoulder i see you took my advice said the wren yes said the shaggy man and we are grateful to you for telling us about this easy way to leave hightown think nothing of it replied the wren airily i always feel sorry for anyone who gets stuck in hightown there isn't a stupider place in the world those hightowners have never seen anything but their own silly little town so they just can't imagine there's anything else in the world you get around quite a bit i suppose ventured the shaggy man being a bird naturally retorted the wren with a saucy flirt of his tail well then said shaggy would you mind doing your own flying and get off my shoulder that's gratitude for you said the wren reproachfully i save you from a life of boredom and you refuse to let me hitchhike down to earth but the bird didn't move from shaggy's shoulder where are you going anywhere in particular asked twink oh yes of course the wren replied just below high town there is a lovely orchard of all kinds of fruit trees that's where the high towners get all their food they live on fruit they can boast about their silly town all they like but when they want food you can bet they hurry down to the orchard on earth for it that's why they don't like us birds we enjoy eating the fruit in the orchard too we seldom go near high town except when the people are asleep they are so disagreeable they throw things at us and accuse us of stealing from their orchard 
their orchard indeed tell me said the shaggy man was your mother a magpie of course not replied the wren indignantly i thought she might have been said the shaggy man because you certainly chattered like a magpie that's enough declared the wren if you can't appreciate intelligent conversation i shan't waste it upon you you are far too slow for me anyway no hard feelings though good luck to all of you and with that the wren was off darting swiftly earthward shaggy and his friends all had a good laugh over the gossipy little bird ten minutes more swimming brought them within sight of the orchard about which the bird had told them the high town sign says altitude fifteen thousand feet said tom that's almost three miles i can't believe we've been swimming that far probably they boosted that figure as high as their opinion of high town said twiffle and anyway it did say the altitude varied varies very much i say a few minutes later they were standing on the earth in a grove of apple plum and cherry trees every branch was filled with ripe luscious fruit twink looked for their friend the wren but saw nothing of him the shaggy man began looking about the ground for apples suddenly he laughed that was really stupid of me he called to twink and tom of course there aren't any apples on the ground they can't fall off the trees this must be where the high towners get their fruit said twink of course replied shaggy they thought they would keep us with them by not telling us how easy it is to reach the earth from high town but they must have known we would see some of them coming and going to the orchard and find out sooner or later how to escape said tom well thanks to that bird we found out sooner said twiffle before they left the grove shaggy walked in the air to the upper branches of the biggest apple tree in the orchard and filled his pockets with the largest and ruddiest of the fruit can't tell where we'll find our next meal he explained knowing the area that was freed from the force of gravity was a very small extent shaggy and his friends walked steadily in one direction treading several feet in the air since that was easiest than walking on the earth as there was no difference in the appearance of the countryside where gravity exerted itself again they had no way of telling when they would suddenly emerge from the gravity-less land shaggy was the lead when he suddenly experienced that curious sensation that comes when you step unexpectedly into a hole the result was that shaggy toppled forward and found himself sprawled on the grass following him came twink tom and twiffle only tom managed to maintain his balance what he had realized in time was simply that the others had stepped off the air on which they had been walking to the earth a foot or two below them the shaggy man sighed give me the earth to crawl around on any day as our friend the lord high mayor would put it even though it does mean an occasional tumble end of chapter eight